Good morning, everybody. Eric Lofholm here. Thrilled to be with you here this morning. And uh, if you're right-handed, well, let me let me just I gotta update this one thing here. Action. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right. If you're right-handed, take your right hand. If you're left-handed, take your left hand. Pat yourself on the back. Tell yourself, great job for being here this morning. Type into the chat. Today is a great day. Today is a great day. And we create our reality with language. We create our reality with language. And so when we're speaking, today is a great day. We're literally creating today to be a great day. And we've completed the 17 principles of Napoleon Hill. And uh, so we're going to just kind of free flow here for the rest of the month. And um, I want to continue to do these calls until the last day of January. And then we'll go to a once a week format, which is Fridays. We do the call once a week on Fridays typically, but this month we did them every day. So today I want to talk to you about a very important topic as it relates to people like Napoleon Hill, and that is action. Action. So I create action as a skill set. Most people don't think of it like that. So if I create it as a skill set, that implies if I lift the action weights, I can get better at action. It implies that action is a learned skill, which implies you can get better at action. And there are millions of people walking around planet Earth that don't know that. So they're operating from a place of, I am a procrastinator. And they just go, it's just the way I am. Have you ever met somebody that said, it's just the way I am? It's like, man, it seems like you, you kind of have a temper. Yeah, it's just the way I am. Right? They don't realize that having a temper is a choice. Procrastination is a choice. You see, if action was not a skill set, consider this. I went to community college. You're supposed to go for two years. I went for five years and I never graduated. And I was inconsistent with going to class. I was inconsistent turning in my assignments. It's hard to not graduate to your school. It in uh, two years or three years or four years, like you, you have to not go to class or not turn in your assignments. Otherwise you would graduate, right? But I, I wasn't doing that. So I was being unfocused. I was being lack of commitment. I was being inconsistent. I was being not turning in my assignments, which then created me going there for five years and never graduating. Well, now... I'm laser focused. I got my goals. I'm motivated, right? I'm consistent. I am massive action, right? I'm very different than I was back then, but I'm the same person. So what changed? My choice. Realizing action is a present moment thing. Do you realize that you don't have to learn anything else in order to take action? 
You can literally go take action right now and not learn another thing. I was talking to this woman the other day and she's started a new business and it involves reaching out to businesses to introduce her service in sales. We call that prospecting. So she's out prospecting. Well, she's not prospecting because when I talked to her, she asked for a coaching call and we got on the phone and I said, are you prospecting? And she goes, not yet. And I said, really? Why not? Because I don't know enough yet. In her mind, she had created an obstacle in front of action. And it was very real for her. I'm not taking action because I'm not trained yet. I'm like, well, you don't need to be trained to take action. You just you just start prospecting people. She goes, but I don't want to burn through my best leads until I'm trained. I go, great. I don't want you to do that either. So just go call in your non-best leads. See, she could have chosen on that day I talked to her when she was living in this idea, I can't take action because, which that declaration, I can't take action because causes you to not take action. And it was all very logical in her mind. So I just said, look, just go on the internet, Google whatever kind of leads you're looking for. She's calling businesses. They're very easy to find online or on LinkedIn. Business leads are, anybody can find them. And I said, start reaching out because of this. Action is a way of learning. See, if you say, if you say, I can't take action because I don't know what to do. It, it's actually, you got it backwards. <laughs> because part of learning what to do is taking action. How do you get good on video, right? My video game today, right now in this moment, it's a lot better than what it used to be. Um, for those of you on social media, I've got my frame. Those of you on, on uh, Zoom, you don't see my frame. But on social media, I've got a frame. I've got my... My microphone, I used to not have a microphone. I got my camera, my external camera, not just my, my regular camera on my on my uh, laptop. Nothing wrong with that, but I got a better camera. And so my video quality today compared to where it was years ago is way better, in part because of taking action. I've done a lot of bad video, <laughs> but then out of doing all the bad video, you learn. And you get more comfortable on video. And you, I'm going to tell you something that you might have had, had a similar experience with. So when COVID happened and Zoom got super popular, right? And so I'm used to training pre-COVID. I would do virtual training like what we're doing now, but I wouldn't be on video. So I would do like PowerPoint slides, but you wouldn't see me on video. I'd never show my, um, I, I never turn my camera on. And people weren't expecting it. And so then when Zoom happened, people started expecting you to be on, on camera, especially if you're the speaker. You know, like if you're not the speaker, it's, it's kind of optional, right? Some some groups that you kind of have to do it. But in generally speaking, it's optional, I would say. But not when you're the speaker. People are expecting you to be on camera. So I, I remember getting on camera with all the speaking experience and I shot all this video, but I wasn't used to live camera. And I was uncomfortable. Now I'm totally comfortable. 
So right now I didn't have a thought in my head. Oh my gosh, you got to go on, on camera in front of everybody today. Like it wasn't even in my head. Like, so how did that happen? Action. I could have read a bunch of books on how to get comfortable on camera and I still would have had anxiety. So what I figured out was I don't need to learn anything to take action. And action is a form of learning. We create action with language. Let me see if I have my notes from this call I had this morning with this gentleman. Let me see if I wrote it down here. He said, this is a coaching client. He goes, 99% of the sales process is easy. And that last 1% takes enormous time. And I said to him, I said, who created that? He goes, what do you mean? I said, who came up with 99% of it's easy and 1% takes an enormous amount of time? He goes, I guess I did. I said, yeah, you did. I said, why don't you speak it? The 99% is easy and that last 1% comes as quickly as it, as it can. Something like that. See, what you say impacts how you create. So when I was single in between my two marriages, I could have said, I'm not going to get my happily ever after. And that could have been how I spoke it. Or I said, I'm going to get my happily ever after. I only need one and she's out there. See, I only need one and she's out there is different than I'm not going to get my happily ever after. And it, it creates different. So I have a client one time, he says, I can't stop snacking after 10. All right. Yeah. I can't stop snacking after 10 o'clock at night. In other words, he's snacking after 10. He's like, Eric, coach me. I go, say it again. He goes, I just can't get myself to stop snacking after 10. I go, the only way I can help you is if you stop saying, <laughs> stop declaring, I can't get myself to stop snacking after 10. I bit my fingernails for over four decades. And if you said, hey, Eric, you ever try to quit biting your fingernails? Oh, yeah. You have? Yeah, I've tried. Well, what happened? Well, every time I try to quit biting my fingernails, I set a goal. I stop for a few days. Then I start right back up again. Gave my GPS, my genius mind. And you have a genius mind, too. I'm not bragging like I've got a genius mind. I have, I have an exclusive on it. There's aspects of you and me that are genius. That is who you are. So if I'm telling my genius mind, stop biting your fingernails for a few days, then start back up again. There you go. And I just go right into exactly what I told my brain to do. So my client's telling himself, keep snacking after 10. Every time I go on a, a diet, I cheat. And then you come for coaching. What's the problem? I keep cheating on my diet. I don't know. Tell me what's happening. I don't know. Every time I go on a diet, I cheat. <laughs> Language is upstream from action. Language is upstream from action and language creates. Okay, I want to share one more idea and then we're gonna wrap up today. One of the biggest golden nuggets I've ever discovered, I'll call it a golden boulder. It's not just a nugget. It's one of the most impactful things that I've ever discovered about myself in terms of producing results. 
And it's the position that I'm coming from. So I want to tell you a quick story about a, a new client, brand new client. He sells insurance. I go, how do you measure results? He goes, what I'm interested in is new policies because he has the renewals. He's like, that's just kind of on autopilot. I want new policies. I go, great. How many new policies do you want? He goes, I want 30 a month. I go, great. I said, you could come from a position of, I want 30, but I'd be lucky to get 10. That could be what's going on up here, the position he's coming from. The position could be, I want 30, but I know I'm never going to hit it. And that could be the place he's coming from. The position could be coming from, I'm going to try my best. <clears throat> Whatever happens, happens. Or the position he could come from is, I'm going to produce 30 policies this month. Now, why would somebody not come from a place of I'm going to produce 30 policies this month? Because in their thinking, they might go, if I don't hit it, I failed. Or they might go, I don't believe I'm going to hit it. So here's the deal. You don't have to believe something to come from a position. If you're single and you want to find your soulmate and you don't believe it's going to happen, you could still come from the position of he or she is out there and I'm going to find them, even if you don't believe it. I'm not talking about beliefs right now. I'm talking about position to come from. Let's say you're playing a tennis match against a player who's you just know is better than you. And you're like, I'm going to lose. There's no way I'm going to win. I'm going to lose. You could believe you're going to lose and come from the position of, I'm going to play my best tennis match ever and I'm going to win the match. And you go, but Eric, I already know I'm going to lose. You may believe that, but you still could come from the position. You could operate from, um, it's going to happen. So I told my client yesterday, I go, look, come from the position that you're going to produce 30 policies a month. I promise you that will create differently than I'm going to try my best and whatever happens, happens. Even if he doesn't get 30. Let's say he says, I'm going to try my best, whatever happens, happens. And he gets seven. And then he also then, another time he comes from, I'm going to I'm gonna produce 30. And he gets 12. Whatever happens, happens, produces seven. And I'm going to produce 30, creates 12. And when he produces 12, he's probably going to get a little bit better. And maybe the next month, if he comes from 30, he's going to get 14. And maybe eventually he'll get to 30. This is a peak performance idea. What I just told you, that's a $10,000 idea. That's how powerful that idea is. So thank you for joining me today. Let's have a fantastic Friday. I'll look forward to the next time we connect. Those of you on Zoom, Thank you guys for being here. We had Carol, Christina, amazing Christina, amazing Carol, the amazing Dave. Dave, thanks for being here. David, amazing David. Thank you for being here. The amazing Dr. Bridget. Thank you for being here. The amazing Hope. Hope, I believe we met through, um, who was that through? That was through... 
I remember. <laughs> it was a Saturday morning, I believe. And you were, I was, something was going on with our daughters that day. Hope, you're amazing. Thank you for being here. Layton, I want to acknowledge you, amazing Layton, for consistently showing up. You're lifting the weights, my friend. You're doing it the way I do it. I love that. Thank you for being here. Let's see here. Choose my virtual background. None. There we go. Make it even a little bit better on, on, I, okay. Cool, cool. Michael. Amazing, Michael. Thanks for being here. Neil. The amazing Neil. Thank you for joining us. Primo. Amazing Primo. Thank you for being here. Quilly. The amazing Quilly. Thank you for being here. Samuel. The amazing Samuel. Thank you for joining us. Steve. You're amazing, my friend. Thank you for showing up today. Todd. Todd, longtime client, Todd. You are amazing, Todd. Thank you for showing up today. And we have somebody that's logged in as Zoom user, and I don't know your name because it says Zoom user, but I want you to know you are amazing. Thank you all for joining me. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.